This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, Presley. Got a question for you. So we've been using threads for about a week now, and I just want to have an update session. What do you think about it so far? Any improvements? What are your thoughts when you've been using it? Uh, for me, the app, as far as functionality, uh, the app has been very stable. I haven't had a single glitch or any errors. Um, I don't know if anyone else has, uh, but I actually really enjoy using it. I have been on Twitter since 2013, so mm -hmm. about 11 years now, almost 10 years now. Can't keep what year it is straight. Uh, and I've never gotten, it sounds a little selfish, I've never gotten attention on Twitter, really. Yeah. Some of my friends used it in those 10 years, but the majority did not. Uh, the majority of my friends growing up were on Instagram, so... That's where I've kind of already gained a following. And now mm -hmm. that we all have threads, um, my, the stuff that I post actually like gets seen by people. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not looking for a large amount of likes or anything, but I just get more interaction on that, which makes me want to use it more, and which makes other people want to use it more. I've had a lot of people, I get probably about five or six notifications a day saying so-and-so followed you and so-and-so is now on threads. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about it? What's your what's your experience been? Yeah, I, I think I said a little bit I was skeptical last week about the, you know, it basically being through Instagram. Um, but at, at first I was a little skeptical, but now I kind of like that. Like you said, you already have a following, so it's a lot easier. I think now they're past 100 million users, and it's basically because of that. It's the fastest growing social media pretty much ever, I'm pretty sure, because... I mean, you already have an Instagram and there's like a billion users on there. So even if 10% come over, then there you go. You're already up to 100 million. So um, I think it's just going to keep increasing. And as far as my own personal experience, I haven't used it as much as I want to in the future. Um, but I think it's I think it's going in a good direction. Um, I made a prediction that they would add some features last week and they have not but i'm sure they will um i was actually seeing the founder or well maybe not founder but one of the head people at instagram and threads talk a little bit how it might have been a little bit rushed um but they're gonna keep rolling out features that came out at a great time with all the controversy of elon musk and i think they kind of took advantage of that and a lot of people like it um, I think that there's a lot of talk about, oh, this is a, a censored or it's left wing and Twitter's right wing and everything gets political and everyone hates Elon or they love Elon and, and all of that. R regardless of your view and your opinion on that, I think people should at least go out there, give it a shot and just try it out because whether you like it or hate it, 
that's up to you. But um, you should at least give it a fair chance. And I think probably over the future, probably we'll use it more and more. I know we've been posting, or Schmeff has been posting on the Awkward Tapes thread. I think he's been posting some hilarious things on there. So I think that's a good direction. Um, but yeah, would... So basically right now, I do have a question for you. Do you think, as it currently stands, take out all the factors, just look at the app alone, do you think Twitter or Threads is better visually, features-wise? What do you think? Put currently, on the spot here. just currently. Uh, current version. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to wait. Threads, I think Threads is going to wait a while before they start rolling out new features. I think right now they're just riding the wave of everybody coming over and creating an account. Um, as far as which one is better, I, that's going to be up to the end user. Yeah. I don't know. I, just as a standalone application, there's not really one that's better than the other. Twitter has a lot more features just because it's been sure. around a lot longer. I don't see threads being held back in any way, shape, or form. I think that app is just going to continue to get better. Mm -hmm. um, it may turn into a thing, like you said, right-wingers go to one, left-wingers go to the yeah. other, <laughs> as far as politically. Um, but if you're just talking about the application and its features, usability, the way it looks, I'd say they're pretty equal right now. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, another thing, though, I, I was thinking, like, obviously right now Threads is lacking on certain features, but, you know, that's just currently. What about in two years? So do you think in two years, not one, because hype can still stick around for a year, but after two or three years, do you think one will be more relevant than the other? Do you think they'll be pretty equal? Do you think it's something that'll last a long time or is just going to be kind of like Vine where it dies? If they keep the current traje trajectory, uh, threads might beat out Twitter. Mm, hot take. A lot of people are sick of Twitter. Yeah. Um, I feel like the pol I don't want to ignore the political aspect of it. I feel like that's going to be unfortunately um a thing to divide people where mm -hmm. one group of people will go to one and one will go to the other yeah uh, so i don't think i don't think twitter's gonna die i just think there's gonna be more division amongst people choosing to use one or the other which for us as content creators is a little bit annoying because now we have to post to both mm -hmm. but uh, i will say it's gonna be a lot easier that just made me think of it from the content creator standpoint. It's going to be a lot easier as a content creator, I think, to grow. If you're starting out like we did, it's going to be a lot easier to grow on Instagram than it is Twitter. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's going to depend on how you use it. Politicians, mm -hmm. um, news reporters, uh, those in the world of technology that already are established YouTube content creators – they're probably going to keep using Twitter, politicians mm -hmm. especially. That's it's just it's been around longer. That's where everybody is because it has had time to grow. Uh, everyone else is probably going to keep migrating over to Threads, but I th I don't think one or the other is going to beat mm -hmm. beat it out. I don't think anybody's going to win that battle. I don't think that's a battle 
that's even going to be had. I think yeah. both will just still exist. I mean, do you do you think one's going to just die off? I think that I think like what you said. I think they're both going to be relevant, and I think you know one might be used in one political group or another or whatever. But ultimately, Twitter stuck around. It's or it's been around for a while. People are going to continue to use it. But at least for me, threads just the whole vibe of it does seem a little bit different than Twitter. And from what I saw, pretty sure this was head people in Instagram and threads were kind of talking about how they want to stay away from political and news and just meta as a whole. Apparently, Facebook used to have like a news section on Facebook and they decided to get rid of that because it just kind of added to the heat and the just basically kind of ruined the vibe of Facebook. And you can make a good argument for Twitter right now is heavily political and news oriented, which is fine if that's what you're into. Um, But threads, I think that they're trying to go in a little bit different of a direction. And I really would hate to see something as stupid as, as the politics of this get in the way, but I feel like it will affect pretty much everything. I mean, politics affects everything. But I would really like to see people give both a fair chance. Um, at least for the future, for me, I probably will end up using threads for us posting maybe more uh, than, than Twitter. But for my own personal use, right now it's a little bit of a balance because I keep up with news. But I also like the I really like the looks and how clean threads is. So, yeah, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, they're very similar. Uh, I'm glad to hear that they're not going to use um, politics as the defining factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. I didn't notice that, but I do remember seeing a news section of Facebook a while back. I haven't seen that in a while. Mm. So I'm glad they're intentionally, because I think that's the only way they could avoid making this political. I'm glad to see they are intentionally trying not to be political. Yeah, which in of itself makes them Kind political. of poli- political because then it's <laughs> well, like you can't oh, get away from it exactly no no matter People what they going, do yeah right. whether the company makes it political the users are going to make it political but yeah i'm absolutely. excited to see where it goes from a content creator standpoint i'm glad we have something else that's yes. new something to grow on so i'm glad it's here i'm glad it exists and that's good to hear that they're not purposefully being political yeah, I really I really like to hear that and I hope that's kind of the direction they stick down. And I think if if that if that's the case, it really could be just a very fun platform. That's what I've been seeing a lot yeah. of people say. It's just fun. And part of that could be because it's new and it's just a fresh social media platform and I feel like every social media when it's brand new goes through that phase, but in order for them to kind of keep that, it's it's going to have to kind of keep that fun vibe. And right now, it, I think it's fun. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on it before we move on? I do not. Uh, okay. But in that same uh, conversation of Elon Musk and Twitter, mm-hmm. do you see he came out with XAI? No. You, you have, I'm no. surprised. Wh- I saw when? this yesterday. <laughs> okay. uh, yesterday. Oh, I, th- I think it was either released yesterday or day before which will be a week after um, this comes out. But yeah, he is uh, developing his own AI 
I don't know if it's out or when it'll be released. I just saw the headline and looked at it a little bit. It looks okay. like it will specifically be used with Twitter, obviously. Oh, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, Twitter and Tesla. It doesn't look like it's a part of his other uh, X corporation. Mm-hmm. That may change. But yeah, what do you think about another competing AI platform? It'll be a website wow. from my understanding. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. That's literally the first time I've heard of it. Um, yeah, that's that sounds like a really big deal. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen anything of it. It's my just first impressions. I think that's really great because just having more people getting into AI is good. Um, with Google getting in, OpenAI, Microsoft, all these companies, I would love for that to 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 take place and then also be able to use that in social media as well i mean that could be really really cool trying to think of how that would be implemented but um i don't know have you have you seen it anything of how that they would use that sounds really cool though i don't i just saw that they mentioned they plan to use it with twitter and tesla uh Mm. specifically obviously in their cars I don't, oh, not for yeah. their employees or anything, I guess, but for their cars and for the end users of Twitter. So I guess I mean, it would be open for anyone to use if it's oh, on yeah. Twitter, at least. I think it'll be heavily utilized mm. in Tesla vehicles and on the Twitter platform, but I think it's also going to be a separate website like Bard and ChatGPT. That really heats up the competition between them and Threads and, and Meta and, and everything. That adds yeah. a whole other layer. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. That's it's kind of a back and forth. Elon, well, Elon buying Twitter was a long process, but fairly short in the grand scheme of things. And as far as business transactions, especially for how much he paid. Um, so he buys Twitter. Uh, things get political and controversial, controversial. Mm-hmm. And then Threads comes out. And now his new thing is he comes out with an AI. That's great. The, the next thing he needs to do is come out with a competitor to Reels. That's the that's one area that Meta as a whole has up on them. Of course, that's not. I mean, Threads is supposed to be a direct competitor to Twitter, but if Elon wants to clap right back, he needs to make a competitor to Reels, um, and I think that would be amazing. And a lot of people would jump on board with that. Again, it would have that same effect with Threads, where it's new, fun, and fresh. Well, it's going to be the same thing, and I think a lot of people are going to want to jump on that, and then it could kind of take away from the hype of threads. When something gets announced and released, and then you come out with something that's just as cool or new, but it comes out just you know a month or two later, it can really shorten the growth of what just came out. So I don't know. He, he might do that. Um, I've heard nothing about that, but that's something that I've heard people talk about that he should do, and I agree. Yeah, whether you like him or not, Elon gets stuff done. Like, whether yeah. you like him politically or as a person, he's a little weird, but most geniuses are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or even his, his personality and everything. He's a little standoffish, but he gets stuff done. Like, he says, we're going to do this. We're going to have a successful electric car. He made it happen. There were electric cars that existed before that, but they all sucked. He said, we're going to make it happen. We're going to... Uh, have superchargers around the world and yeah. people are going to drive these things and then we're going to make it affordable. Yep. The dude knows business. So the fact that he's now over in artificial intelligence, that's really going to step up the competition for the other guys. Yeah. I would love to see them add, yeah, you know, similar to chat GPT, have its own app, 
um, and its own chat system. That would that also opens up when you do that. It gives them a lot of data as people continue to use it. So the more that it gets used, but again, I'll be curious to see the direction that they go down. It could be very specific and it could be for Twitter users only. Um, but I mean, I would really like to see them just open the door to all kinds of possibilities and get everyone on board with AI because it's really a race. I mean, whether you like it or not, people are are going to be using more and more AI and the people that get the most established are going to have the biggest advantage in the long run. Um, people that jump on board like Facebook, it's been around forever. Well, it's still relevant and uh, they were able to grow things off of that. Yeah, now they have a whole metaverse and that mm -hmm. would be the ultimate clapback to threads. Yeah. Come out with an AI, give it its own app so you're releasing an app and then you're going to start to build your whole network of vehicles, spaceships, social media, artificial intelligence. All that just coming as a clap back to threads. If he did that, it's a genius move. Yeah. Um, do you have any anything else on that? I got no, something else to it. bring up. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I what am too. Um, what I brought is the new Nothing phone. So this is a product. This is a new phone that's out there. Um, I know you've heard of Nothing before and their brand, but um, this is their new phone that just came out, and I've been seeing some tech reviewers talking about it, and it looks very similar to the first one. Um, if y'all haven't seen what this looks like, you definitely need to go check it out because it's a very unique design. And um, from what you've seen of the last one, I wanted to get your thoughts on the first Nothing phone. This is very similar to that, so nothing too different. But really, I wanted to kind of get into the discussion of of these new newer companies and how they are trying to compete with phone companies that's been established forever, like Apple. Because what they're kind of doing here is they're really trying to be unique in the way that their notifications and lights on the back of the phone, it's transparent, has a really cool design. And they're really trying to stand out and they're offering features that aren't even in my new iPhone 15 or four, whatever I have, 14. Yeah, I have the 14. Um, there's some features on, on there that's not even there. So obviously we agree that competition is good, but what do, you, what do you think about nothing in their phone? Well, competition is good. Um, we said the same thing for social medias and AI. but mm -hmm. So I think the competition for the big flagships Honestly, the reason most people buy an iPhone is because that's what they've always had and they continue to go back to. It is simple and they have a like big ecosystem. Uh, but what, what, how would you describe the nothing phone? Because I, I guarantee 99% of people haven't heard of this. And yeah. to be honest, the last time I heard about them was a couple of years ago. So I really don't know that much. Um, basically, take your iPhone, rip the backing off of it, Put a bunch of cool lights. There's kind of like a circle kind of vibe. And then there's some look it lights up. around the camera. Yeah, take a look at it. Um, there's basically lights all over the back of your phone. And it will interact with different things. So like if you're getting a phone call, it'll light up in a different way. And you can actually customize how these notifications and phone calls and alarms show up on the back of your phone, what that looks like. And then like even for your charger, when you plug in the phone, it'll give you a status indicator of where it is based on that light. 
So they've had they have these basically strips of light, and then within that band is little, uh, I guess, micro lights. So you can kind of see the movement as things progress in real time. Um, I saw something with like Uber. Like if your Uber ride's showing up, you can see the status and the progress of when they arrive just on the back of your phone. Um, so some people think it's a little gimmicky. Some people think it's really cool. Some people are kind of in the middle. Um, but I just really thought the design is really cool. Um, you should definitely at least check it out. And then the price. It's only, I know I'm saying only, but it's $600, I'm pretty sure. $599.99, oh, wow. which, yeah, that's really great it's not meant to be a flagship high-end top phone with the best processor um but it does have a fairly recent processor and um yeah it has like 120 hertz giga gigabyte giga whatever refresh rate you know what i'm trying to say and if you know what i'm talking about um for those listening but it has that it has touch id built into the display um, it just has a bunch of cool different features. Um, so yeah. Hmm. Maybe I'd heard about it a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. It says the first nothing phone came out last year. Hmm. Oh. So yeah. I guess this is just gonna be a yearly release like uh the iPhone. So it runs Android. Yes, there's or skin. what they call nothing OS. That's kind of mm-hmm. funny. So is the term nothing just kind of you know, meant to be funny? I, it's not actually nothing. I'm not exactly sure why they named named it that. It could be because there's like nothing around the phone, like it's transparent. All of their products, they also uh, make uh, kind of like a AirPod. They have these earbuds that are wireless, um, and it is transparent. Looks really, really nice. I almost got them um, instead of the AirPods, but since I'm Apple person, I gotta get into the ecosystem of it but um i don't know that they're, they're a company out of london i think um and that kind of shows in certain areas of the software like the way that they spell like color or or Kalur. just like yeah color <laughs> just little things like that um but it's their skin on android which is what a lot of companies do basically you have your like pure android and then samsung they're going to put their skin on top of it it's kind of like that but some of the features didn't seem too clunky and clustered i know samsung they get a lot of crap because although they have a lot of features it's very how would you describe it just over the top and kind of clustered with everything that's on there this looks pretty simple so i feel like it's a cool concept it is. I don't know how many people are actually going to use it or how many are even going to hear about it. I'm pretty sure yeah. almost no one has. Um, mm-hmm. I heard about them, I guess, last year and then never again after that. So, I, I, I mean, yeah. I have nothing wrong with companies trying to come out, especially if they're a lot cheaper. Because mm. um, that was something else I was going to bring up is Google's new Pixel is a foldable and it yeah. is $1,800. Mm-hmm. So that's on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, of price six hundred dollars versus eighteen hundred dollars, and I think the new iPhones are what like a thousand or eleven hundred. Yeah. It depends on what you get, but I think just the base phone is like a thousand. These phones are getting expensive. Yep, because everyone needs them. Like 
yes yeah, to not the point just where needs but like you need need pretty much like, yeah like you phone. have to have one you need it for your job you need yep. it for every aspect of your life now yeah yeah they're everywhere and i really like to see new companies try to do something that'll stand out and apparently they were kind of getting some some crap about how it's very similar to the first one but i mean you gotta have a design that sticks out and kind of you can't just make a brand new phone every single year that's a completely different design you kind of have to have something that's makes you stand out like if you see an iphone you know it's an iphone um, they're not mm-hmm. going to just do something absurd year after year. But I just really like how this is going to, like you said, a lot of people are not going to know about it. And unless you're really into tech, maybe, and you're not already into Apple and you like Android, maybe some people would be interested in this. The main reason I just wanted to bring it up was because I thought they were really reaching and try to do something unique and cool. And that's something that we haven't seen in a long time from these smartphone companies that have been around. Uh, I think the iPhone that is going to come out rumored in September, as it usually does every year, for like the first time in a long time, I think they're finally going to emphasize the battery life and put in a bigger battery. I don't know how long, at least I have been wanting more battery life. I mean, we've had all day battery life for... 10 years and it does not last all day if you use it heavily um and especially if you have to use it for your job or anything but i just like pressure on these companies to try to do something new and try to create that's at least for us it's fun to watch yeah exactly and i think it's going to take these other companies to make the iphone better like i have an iphone for my personal i have an android for work just because I mean, I got the choice. I could have two iPhones or an iPhone and an Android. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm into tech. I might as well learn both. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't bother me. Obviously, I use iPhone for everything, and that's connected to the rest of my Apple products. But I like seeing other tech companies do it because I know I will eventually, as an Apple user, I will eventually get them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why a lot of people go away from iPhone is because of the battery life, because uh, the cameras, because the foldable, because cause mm-hmm. mostly gimmicks light up uh transparent backing it's cool that's what draws people in it's cool things i don't get the complaints saying that oh the nothing phone looks exactly like the year before the iphone literally switches between looking like a rectangle and looking like a rectangle with no sharp edges it's one or the other and it alternates every single year but it always looks the same yeah they haven't done something that's just been out there in a very long time and they are, I feel like they really hold back a lot. I mean, I don't know this, but I feel like they hold back features just so they'll have something for the next year. They could have put in a bigger battery a long time ago, but they know that people who like Apple are going to keep buying them and they're going to keep using them. Um, and if you don't like the battery life, oh, you should get the Pro Max. You should get the bigger one. You should get the Plus. Um, things like that to try to, just to make more money. Um, nothing wrong with that, but they're a business. Um, but yeah, I, I just really like that. And one more thing, unless you have something to add on that, I want to talk a little bit about iOS 17. Uh, no, before we go to software, I was going to say, uh, the other thing that I had was mm-hmm. hardware related talking okay. about the iPhone. I think they might have recently applied for a patent. I don't know if I'm using this terminology correctly, but they applied for something, uh, that would allow them to roll the display Oh, so like I don't curved think, off the edges yes. like Samsung has done in the past? 
Yes. Maybe other companies. Um, yeah, when, remember we had the Galaxy S6 mm-hmm. Edge when it had the curved display. Eventually they got rid of the Edge title and just added a little bit of a curve to their normal ones, I think. Uh, but the purpose of this um, rollable display patent, I think, is to extend the screen a little bit more and then like t- almost tuck it behind the edge so the screen goes completely to the ends. And you'll just have a little bit of screen display tucked around the corner underneath the phone that you won't see. Yeah, so that's, I think that's cool. That's really cool, and I'm sure that they're going to keep their same baseline iPhones um, just for the people that like that. But, I mean, that's really great to hear that they're going to try to do that. I've even heard rumors of them trying to do um, like a foldable phone, which let's just get this out there. Are you for the flip and the and the foldable, or do you think it's gimmicky? <laughs> what are your thoughts? Right now, it's just coming out of the gimmicky phase. I could, I actually, I was watching a review of the foldable, uh, the new Google Pixel, eighteen hundred dollars. I can't justify that. If for something that I am not sure I'm gonna like, I can't justify it. I don't think anybody's really using tablets anymore. The majority yeah. of people are. I don't see as many iPads as I did when they first came out. So I think people's phones are getting bigger, and if they can't do it on their phone, they would rather use a computer. So the tablet is just kind of in this weird niche space right now. So the abil- But I do like the ability to have a bigger screen at times. So yeah. having something that can be foldable, it still fit in my pocket, but also be a bigger screen I would like. But the software, I don't think it's there to support it yet. That's why I say I think it's just coming out of the gimmicky phase to where people are starting to notice, oh, more phones are coming out with this foldable feature. I should make my software able to take advantage of those features. Yeah, there is a line. There used to be a very visible crease in the early days of this coming out. But over time, obviously, it's gotten better. I don't know how much better that's gotten. Um but it is for me it still feels gimmicky that's that's why i brought that up i don't really think it's that great to be honest um but one day it could be cool the problem is at least for me like what i want is i want it to be able to open up like the fold i'm not a big fan of like the flip phone i'm more of like the fold open um just because that kind of gives you a little bit closer to a tablet when you need it um and if you're going to be on your phone doing a lot of stuff for a while that would be really handy to be able to just flip it out. But the problem is you're adding so much to the thickness because now you're taking your phone and you're doubling it in size um, yep. when it's just in your pocket. So it's very, you're carrying around like a brick. Um, like and two then, phones. Yeah, you're basically carrying two phones. Until tech can get to the point to where it's ultra, ultra thin, and then when you layer it up, it's not that bad. The notch goes away. The software doesn't look stuttery um when apple gets on board when other companies get on board i think in like 10 years it could be to the point to where i might want one and it would be more affordable and it could be at the point where it's thin enough and good enough but right now i think it's a gimmick i think it's one of the things for the future that could be cool yeah it's nowhere near where it's going to be Mm -hmm. um one thing i wanted to bring up ios 17 like i said one thing that I just think is really cool 
um, is the iOS um, 17 auto completion. This is them getting into not AI, but machine learning. Um, in that entire WWDC event, they did not say AI once. They said machine learning. They don't want to be with everyone else. They got to be different. But um, I have the beta. You can now get into the public beta. They just released. Um, if you enroll on Apple's website, you can get access to iOS 17 for those of you who don't know. But I would not recommend it, especially if you really rely on your phone because there's bugs and it could potentially cause a lot of problems and it won't be fixed unless you do a backup. Anyway, but one of the coolest features, at least for me, like when I'm texting, it will try to just complete the sentence for me. And sometimes it'll do a good job. Um, it's hasn't been very helpful that many times right now, but I've seen it try to do it. And I think that this is something, the more that AI or machine learning gets involved, even in our day-to-day -day lives in our, on our phone, on iOS, on Twitter, like we mentioned earlier, I'm really curious to see how that will evolve and how Apple will implement that more and more. Yeah. It's it's probably wise that they didn't say uh, machine learning uh, from a business standpoint. That's a smart move not to associate yourself because you mean AI to of, not say AI you, to not say AI. Yeah, I think yeah. I said that backwards to yeah, yeah. to call it machine learning and not yeah. AI because right now AI is getting a lot of negative heat. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's smart from their business. It's kind of confusing for us as the end user, but yeah, I think it's one of the biggest the updates. Thing. It's one of the biggest updates that they've had in probably a few years, I feel like. They have a standby mode to where it can basically be like a night clock for you. Um, go check that out. There's a lot of cool different features. Um, most of them I probably won't use, but it's just kind of cool to see them go down in this direction. So yeah, there's our little update on threads, the nothing phone, Elon's AI, iOS 17. Um, do you have anything else to add? Uh, that's it for me. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, next episode is going to come out next Thursday. So stick around and find out what we talk about. Bye.